With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, everyone, to another exciting, fast-paced, enlightening, fun, oh, my God. You are here. You're joining us at Infinite Love Talk Radio. We are your hosts, D&J, and that stands for Doug and Jackie, just in case you're new to the show. You can join us live by calling 347-215-8305 or by going into our chat room throughout the entire show. Today we are discussing the singer, the actor, and the poet, and we begin with the singer. First, I want to bring out my, my, my uh, co-host, my husband. Hello, 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 everybody. Again, <laughs> like my wife said, welcome back. Always call us, 347-215-8305, and we are going to have a great time for this hour. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and here we go. That's right. The singer is, okay, I'm going to give you a definition of what the singer is. Singing is the act of producing musical sounds with the voice, which is often contrasted with regular speech. A person who sings is called a singer or a vocalist, you know, to some people. Singers perform music known as songs that can either be sung a cappella without accompaniment, means without music, or accompanied by musicians and instruments, of course. Ranging from a single instrumentalist to a full symphony orchestra or a big band, singing is often done in a group or of other musicians, or it can be done, you know, single by yourself. Um, and they call that, you know, like a, just a plain artist or someone that's doing it solo, S-O-L-O, okay? Such as a rock group or, or a baroque ensemble. I can't pronounce that. I never could. Could you pronounce that, honey? Baroque? Uh. No, I'm not going to touch <laughs> that one right now. Okay, nearly anyone who can speak can sing, since in many respects singing is a form of sustained speech. Like, no way would be no way. Okay, I can't sing. Like anyway. That. I like that. Singing when done, thank you, honey. Singing when done with the proper vocal technique is an integrated and coordinated act that effectively coordinates the physical process of singing. There are four physical processes involved in producing vocal sounds, respiration, phonation, phonation, resonation, and articulation. These processes occur in the following sequences. Number one, a breath is taken in. Number two, sound is initiated in the larynx, which is a part of your body up in your chest area. I'm not a doctor, so I can't get real technical, but um, it is in your larynx. The vocal resonators receive the sound and influence it. And then four, the articulators shape the sound into recognizable units. So as you can see, it is not easy to be a professional singer, and a lot goes into perfecting it and into performing it, okay, the correct way to, to also sustain a good singing voice and be able to do it for a long time. We happen to have a daughter that's involved in singing, and it's amazing when you really study the art form of singing, honey, you know, to know what she does and how she makes it happen. No, no question. You, you would be so surprised at how much practice oh, yeah. and different things go into this. At, at the same time, you have to respect the art, the craft, study mm-hmm. it, be a student of it. And one thing that we've learned with our daughter is that she was recommended to take some tea for her throat care. Anytime she goes outside, she has to make mm-hmm. sure she has a, a scarf wrapped around her throat because you are protecting. That is your instrument, and you have to protect it just like anything else. Oh, most definitely. And thank you. I see we see the call lines 
heating up. Jump right on in the conversation if you like, and we'll keep on moving. The singing process process functions best when certain physical conditions of the body exist. The ability to move air in and out of the body freely and to obtain the needed quantity of air can be seriously affected by the posture. Okay, so the posture is extremely, extremely, extremely important. The sunken chest position will limit the capacity of the lungs. You guys all remember Whitney Houston when she was just at her best. She's still fantastic right now, and I just take my hat off to her. She made a great comeback. She's phenomenal. I will support her always. I love Whitney Houston, love her music, and she's fabulous. A lot of people are saying, well, she's not giving it her all. It's not that. She has to, like she said in her interviews, she's gradually getting back. But, you know, when you take time away from something for a while, you may not come back and be at 100 so it takes time to, to develop that again, and she has a gift. There's Mariah Carey. There's so many. Um, then there's the lower baritone voices like the Mary J. Blige's and the different people, the Lauren Hills, that's so gifted in the way that they sing and what they can do with their voices, and then the men, of course. And there's nothing, I think, stronger than a gospel singer, somebody that can truly sing gospel, and we can't take nothing away from Beyonce. I mean, I think she's fabulous. I love her singing. Um, I know there was a lot of comments and stuff made that, well, she's a studio singer. I doubt that. I've heard her sing agrapello, and I think she's fabulous. But um, they're talking about posture, and good posture allows the breathing mechanism to fulfill its basic function efficiently without any undue expenditure of energy, meaning you're not just wasting your energy. Good posture also makes it easier to initiate phonation. Remember what we talked about earlier, phonation, and to tune the resonators, excuse me, because remember resonation was one of them, as proper alignment prevents unnecessary tension in the body. Vocal, now I'm going to say this, you guys, vocal, peta, <laughs> Pronounce that baby for <laughs> Okay. Have also noted that when singers resume good posture, it often provides them with a greater sense of self-assurance and poise when performing. Um, here's a couple more, okay, um, things that we want to share with you guys. Um, circulation also prevents fatigue and stress on the body as well, but there are eight components of the ideal singing posture. Number one is feet slightly apart. Number two, knees bent. Number three, hips rotated forward. Number four, the spine needs to be aligned. Number five, the abdomen flat. Number six, chest comfortably raised. Number seven, shoulders down and back. And number eight, the head straight. So they, they want your head straight ahead. Okay, these are the postures. I'm going to read it really quickly before we jump right on down to our next one. But there are eight components of the ideal singing posture. So if you guys are at home and you're going to practice this after the show, have your feet slightly apart, knees bent, hips rotated forward, spine aligned, abdomen flat, chest comfortably raised, shoulders down and back, and head straight ahead. That way you open up your diaphragm and you're giving yourself the best possible air passages to be able to sing and carry a note. And um, wow. <laughs> And for the basketball players, that is not a defensive stance, y'all. Okay, <laughs> baby, that is fantastic, fantastic news. And for everybody out there who wants to be a singer, listen up and follow that. Now, for the actor in you, and there are a lot of them out there, the word actor refers to a person who acts regardless of sex, while actress refers specifically to a female person who acts. Therefore, a female can be referred to by either term, actor or actress. But when we're referring to an actor, don't think we're getting sexist. We're, we're putting both people in, male and female. An actor's job, of course, everybody knows, is storytelling, bringing that story to life. Actors must learn to understand screenplay. So when you're reading your lines and at the end of it it says stage right, stage left, center, all these different things, you have to understand those because those are more screenplays as, uh, you know, compared to a movie or different things like that. Now, actors must know what story they are telling to be able to use all of their resources, meaning what is my motivation? Am I romantic? Am I a comedian? Am I a killer? All these different things an actor must know. An actor has to serve the audience and work for the author. Now, when you say serve the audience, that means what does the audience want? The audience wants emotion. If it is a romantic, they want to feel love. If they, if you're working for the author, that is saying that the author is given a piece of work and he wants his work to be put out in the way that he feels. And that's why the actor working for the author. Remember, half of your performance as an actor comes from the other person. It's not just you. You've rarely seen maybe... Uh, the one Will Smith, when he was in it all by himself, and then they bring in actors in. I think it was a legend. But most of the time, 
you're on screen with somebody else, so you have to play off of them. So half of it is you and half of it is them. Now, also, let go. Don't act carefully. You've got to let your hair down when you're an actor or an actress. You can't act stiff because it's going to show on film. Also, approach your work with, with your body relaxed so the motion can take over. Don't be tight. Just relax and let it fly. Uh, in life, we struggle to overcome emotions, whereas the job of an actor is to be swimming in them. So in, in life, you're struggling with different things. You don't want to feel this. You don't want to feel that. Well, when you're an actor, you want to feel tense. You want to feel fear. You want to feel these things so that you can portray them and bring them to life on the silver screen. Now, the actor feels the emotion and thinks the objective to become the character, then reaches for words to make the character look real. Now, I'm going to say that again. The actor feels the emotion. So whatever it is, you feel it, then thinks the objective. What is my point that I'm trying to get across so that I can become this character? Once that's done, then you reach for the words to bring that to life so that the people can see it and they feel it. And last but not least, the actor is an entertainer. So you have to let your hair down, bring all these different things together, get into it, and don't try to bring life into it where you're trying not to feel fear and all these different things. If that is what's required of you. You have to do it, be an entertainer, put it out there, and let the people see that you are truly a good actor when you look at the Denzels and the Brad Pitts and all these different people. You just think Anthony Hopkins is one of my favorites. You just all of a sudden look at him and you think, oh my God, in Hannibal, he was really a killer. But you, then you meet him in real life and you say, oh my God, the emotion just came out in him. So actor is an entertainer. Most definitely. And I know we said in the description of the show we were going to be bringing on some fantastic guests. Guess what, y'all? We're going to be your guests today. We're going to be bringing them on in the future. But, you know, I'm going to just go ahead and let the cat out the bag. We are doing our show. The one we talked about in 2008 is going to be coming into fruition. We are excited about it. It's titled The Low. It is a variety slash talk show, and we have a lot of people lined up for it. So we decided to save them for that. So make sure you're tuning into The Low. You're supporting the show. Once we figure out what network it will be on and all that stuff, all the great stuff that comes along with that, we will let you know, and then we will move forward with um, bringing on the guests. So that's what I wanted to explain to you guys because I know you're waiting and you wanted to hear. And as you see, we have done plenty of shows in the past where there was lots of great guests on, and they will be on again in the future. But we got to save the juicy stuff for when the low debuts. This is our baby. This is always going to be with us. We're going to continue doing our show here at Infinite Love Talk Radio. We love blog talk. We love you know, all the great people here and the, you know, just everybody, Mr. Levy, everybody. And so we just wanted to um, give you guys that little bit of information, and we'll jump right back into the final area, and that's the poet. A poet is a person who writes poetry. A poet work can be literal, meaning that his work is derived from a specific event, or metaphorical, meaning that his work can take on many meanings and forms. Poets have existed since antiquity in nearly all languages and have produced works that vary greatly in different cultures and time periods. Although poets have been around for quite some time, poets don't get as much recognition as an author or a writer. I happen to be an author, my husband as well, and our children. And we definitely, definitely, definitely um, love the fact that we can share through words and through writing how we feel and be able to portray that. And they are very true. Authors are highly respected and we enjoy it. As you guys know, we often have poets on our show and we, you know, we are avid poet lovers as well as, you know, my favorite poet is Maya Angelou, as you guys know, and there's so many wonderful people out there and so many wonderful poets that, you know, the list is endless, really. Poetry is beautiful, it is nourishing, it is strengthening, it is enlightening, and poetry is most definitely love. Um, for more on poetry, you can go to www.poets.org. I'll make it short for you. But uh, the HTTP will help you to get there quicker. But you can go right to www.poets.org and you can get more information on poetry. And for more information on becoming any of the artists we discussed in the first part of the segment of this show, um, we'd be happy to help you. Just email us at our MySpace. We're not trying to tell you how to do it or what to do. We're giving you simple suggestions. And we wanted to open the floodgates about the singer, the, acted, the actor, excuse me, and the poet. Okay, you can email us at our MySpace at myspace.com forward slash Jackie and Doug Infinite Love. Again, that's www.myspace.com forward slash Jackie and Doug Infinite 
love. And we're going to jump right on down into our beauty segment. The time has come, y'all, and you know what time that is. The fall and the winter, the time to snuggle up and get cozy. You heard that little bit answer to what I was playing for. You know, turn on the fireplace, okay? You want to get your hats, gloves, and scarves. This week in fashion and beauty and lifestyle, we have some stuff to share with you guys, beginning with. We're going to begin with, uh, for lifestyle and a good lifestyle tip, everybody, go green with shower maintenance cleaner, y'all. It is great. It keeps the soap scum in mm-hmm. bay. They have a great one. It's called Method, M-E-T-H-O-D, non-toxic, planet-friendly, smells fantastic. You can spray it in your shower. And we're not talking about cleaning your shower. We're talking about once it's clean, you, you maintenance it so all of a sudden it isn't this big cleaning project. And this really, really helps keep your shower clean. Trust me. Try it out by method. Oh, most definitely. You heard what my husband said. It's fantastic. Next, we got leg warmers, ladies. They are hot. They are in fashion, and they really do work. I own about six pair myself, and I plan to rock them all fall and winter long. You can wear them with leggings, jeans, skirts, shorts, with your Ugg boots. It's so many different styles out there, so many different colors, fabrics. Oh, my God, you could make your own. You got some sweaters that you don't like anymore? Cut the arms off of them. Sew the ends so you don't have raggedy ends on there and put them on, and there you go. you got your own homemade leg warmers. You can put patches on them, all kinds of cool stuff. Check out my website, jackchristie.com, in a couple of months, and you will see some, or actually in about 45 days, you will see some homemade ones that I'm going to put up there. I'm going to auction them off for charity, for our Infinite Love Foundation charity, but I will be posting them up there. I'm working with our daughter right now, um, Chantel, who you guys know as the artist Shani, and she's doing a whole line for her Shani Girl Foundation as well. This was a little surprise for my husband as well, but I know it's girly so he's not involved in this part, but he's going to do some real creative stuff from the men's line and his line as well. So just stay tuned, and you can also check out some cool stuff on DougChristie.com in the coming months as well. That's slick. I like that one, baby. Now, for <laughs> everybody out there who watches television, and there is quite a few of them out there, That's if you nice. don't have Evo or a DVR, DVR, everybody, you have to go get one. Listen to me. You won't miss your shows, any of your favorite TV shows. You can record it, rewind it, and if you record <laughs> it, you can fast forward those commercials yep. right show and all of a sudden that 30 second 30 minute show turns into about 18 minutes and you can go on to whatever else you're doing but you get every single minute of what it is you can do it in series you can go ahead in time so many different things tvo dvr check them out it's a can't miss uh contact your local cable person they will hook you up Next, we got to take up poetry, you guys. It's really therapeutic. I may not be the best poet yet, right? But guess what, you guys? I'm on my way. As long as you can express the way that you feel, you're really a poet at heart. Everybody really is a poet, I guess, because you could say, I really love the way the sun sets in the evening. That's a form of poetry. But I'm saying where you flow with it, where you really are saying what you feel and putting your words in a poetic form. Um, I'm working on it, and I want you to just stay tuned. Check us out on our TV show as well as this radio show because I'm going to get better and better and better. I've set my mind to it, and you know me. I'm a big-time goal setter, so I'm going to reach that goal, and I just want to really move people with poetry. I told you, Maya Angelou is phenomenal, and I'm definitely, definitely studying her and her technique. She's fabulous, okay? So I say take up poetry, y'all, as a lifestyle tip for me this week. The poet and didn't even know it. Now, an easy but healthy cooking tip is to make green salad, add a little chicken or fish, some cucumbers, or you can uh, add fruit as well. It's not only delicious, but it's healthy at the same time. This is something whereas you go and you get your salad and it is, you know, pre, it's not really a dinner. Well, mm-hmm. you soon add chicken or fish or something to it, all of a sudden it becomes an entree and not an appetizer, and it can fill you up at the same time, be healthy. You're getting your protein, you're getting your vegetables, you're getting everything that you want, and whatever dressing you want, you just add that to, or you can go without it because the fruit sometimes acts as a dressing. It's a, it's a good, good thing. Green salad, little meat, you'll love it. Oh, most definitely, and guess what, everybody? You know who that is, right? Well, we're about to jump into a segment right now that's just Phenomenal. This segment is 60 Seconds with D.C., and we're going to start right now. Well, 60 seconds put me on the clock, everybody. Well, you know fall, winter are coming, which means the holiday season is near. This year, let's celebrate, everybody. Halloween starts us off. Have a party, make a costume, bob for apples. Turn your living room into a garage, uh, your living room or garage into a haunted house. Moo-ha-ha-ha. 
as Dougie says. Like to eat, Thanksgiving is next. Get with family and friends, set a menu, cook some food, bake some pies. Why don't you? Sweetness at this time of year is always good. Or you can just give those many thanks during the Thanksgiving holiday. Yes, we are in a recession, but that does not mean that old St. Nick can't come and pay you and your family a visit. Be smart. Plan ahead. Search for deals. Search the net because they are out there, believe me, during these times. Also, be creative. Make a gift. There's a lot of things that a person can make during Christmas. Have a Christmas dinner. Party with the family. Ho, ho, ho. All the way. Take it home. Christmas brings you know what. What is that? It brings the new year. Give yourself some attainable resolutions. Start with a fresh, fresh new outlook, a brand new 365 days, y'all. Also, be safe, stay in, relax, spend time with family and friends. Overall, enjoy this holiday season as it approaches. That's DC's 60 seconds. Wow. Oh, my God, you guys, and he made it. Right at the time when it said 520, he was sounding off. He did that in 60 seconds. And as you guys know, last week I didn't make it. I didn't quite make it. I was approaching 90 seconds, and my husband called me out on it. But you know what? I like that. I like when I'm held accountable for something because I promised you guys 60 seconds, and I didn't do it in 60. So next week, I promise you guys, I'm going to get you that 60 seconds. I'm going to practice anyway starting today, after the show, after we, like, finish putting things away because we're doing some, like, organization and stuff. My husband had the kids over this weekend, all the little boys, and they spent the weekend with our little son, his cousins, and they had a ball, and now they're at the movies. What are they going to see, babe? That uh, movie, Meatballs? Uh, Meatballs, something like meatballs. that. Meatballs. And, uh, yeah, so we're just getting ready for this work week and for my husband and his buddy to get ready to do all their power stuff that they get done during the week. But anyway, um, wow, I'm going to tell you guys, the news is a buzz with all kinds of stuff, hot topics, everything happening, and we're just going to jump right into it. It's just a mess, y'all. Right, up in flames. 17 people walk around covered in flames in an attempt to break a record for the most people mm-hmm. fully engulfed in a fire at the same time. In South Russell, Ohio, September 19th, with the Guinness Book of World Records representatives on hand, a group remained on fire for 43.9 seconds and broke the record. And I'd have to add this, none of the participants were burned. Uh, that That is amazing. I don't know how they did it. They were probably all stunt people because, you know, fire on yourself, uh, what do they say, stop, drop, and roll. Oh, most definitely, you guys. And on the more somber note, I mean, wow, five kids and their mom was found dead in an apartment. Five young children and their mother were found dead in a Florida apartment, and authorities were searching Sunday for the woman's husband who had left the country. Ms. Sack Domus, 33, boarded a flight to Haiti from Miami International Airport on Friday said Collier County Sheriff's Office. We didn't ask them, of course. This is the Associated Press. So um, spokeswoman Michelle Batten, um, Thomas has family from Haiti. She said sheriff's officials said they want to talk to him, and he is an extreme person of interest. So it's very sad, and our hearts go out to these kids and their mother. They was age range from 11 months to 9 years old, and uh, their lives were cut short by someone, and it's unfortunate. But, you know, may their souls rest in peace. Question. Now, we're going to go across the Pacific and go to Japan where a bear attacks and nine were injured. The four-foot animal came down a mountain path and attacked people at a bus parking lot. One tourist tried to beat the animal back with a stick, but the bear retaliated and seriously injured the man. According to reports cited by the examiner, several employees at a nearby souvenir shop tried to help the injured man who were also wounded by the bear. The animal eventually entered the lodge where it was trapped in the souvenir shop. Panic ensued, but the animal uh, was then shot dead by a hunter, according to reports. No one suffered life-threatening injuries in the attack, which lasted for, listen to this, about an hour, if you can imagine oh my that. God. And it was a, a very scary place, of what, what they're saying. But a black bear uh, over in Japan, you guys, be careful. If you're going to Japan, make sure that you don't let the food out. Oh, my God. And you know it's funny because we watch programs every week, you guys. On Sundays is my husband's favorite day to watch, like Animal Planet, National Geo, those kind of things. They have really cool animal shows on, and they actually show you what to do if you're attacked. And I think with a bear, they say crouch down and cover your face and, like, tuck your head in. But, I mean, really, let's keep it real. Who's going to, if a bear is coming, or any animal for that matter, a cat could be coming at me, I'm going to be afraid to squouch down because it just seems like you're defenseless. 
but they said that will make the bear go away. But I watched, we watched a program, didn't me and you, yeah. and the man said he did that. He was an avid hiker. He lived out in the forest with bears, and he said the bear mauled him. He ripped his head from the front of his skull all the way back and exposed his brain, and he ended up having to eventually play dead, and then he crawled once the bear went away because the bear, what they'll do is they'll leave the prey there, they'll leave the the wounded person or animal there, and they'll go walk around and they'll come back. And when he left, he crawled to the cabin where his wife was, but on his way crawling, the bear saw him and came back again. He had to play dead again. So the second attempt, he actually made it to his wife, and they put him in the hospital, and he was in there for like six months. And he said that it wasn't the bear's fault, he wasn't angry at the bear, and that he'll be more careful next time. Well, there wouldn't be any next time. I mean, you had your head peeled back. There's no reason to go back out there. But just so you guys know, it's very dangerous out there, so... They say crouch down, but you might want to talk to the rangers and stuff if you're going to be in the forest, right, there. Oh, no question about it. If you if you encounter a bear, you might want to get big at first and see if you can scare him off. But then uh, if you can run, run. If not, <laughs> drop to the ground and act like you're dead. But you didn't hear that here from me. Uh, don't <laughs> Honey, even say, when you say get big, what do you mean? Put your arms up and go, rawr. Uh, well, rawr, maybe. Rawr. <laughs> you, you're going to have to find that sound okay. deep within you. Okay, you guys, and check it out. Number four, Obama's approval rating holds steady. President Obama, Barack Obama, his approval rating is holding steady in the mid-50s, according to the new CNN polls. That's great news. 55% of Americans approve of how he's handling his duties in the White House, according to their poll, which averaged the, which averaged, excuse me, the six national surveys taken since the president addressed a joint session of Congress on September 9th. 39% on average disapprove. But you know what? We support our president, and we pray that the whole country does. I mean, we've kind of followed it somewhat um, from years back, and I see all the different great changes he's making. I understand it's got to get worse before it gets better, and I think that if everybody just supports him and we all stand united instead of divided, then it will all work out. So we hope that it continues to climb in a favorable uh, way for President Barack Obama. No question about it. Also, a woman's stabbed body is found in a New York hotel. A 29-year-old man has been arrested in connection to the death of a woman found with her throat slashed in a luxury hotel near Central Park. Charges are pending against the man who was arrested hours after the body of 44-year-old Andre Bajani was found Saturday afternoon at the Essex Hotel. Police said the maid found Bajani Face down in the kitchen, uh, the kitchen floor in the condo was, listen to this, babe. She was naked, her throat was slashed, and the knife was sticking out. Now, this hotel, everyone knows, the Essex, it is an Art Deco landmark, been around since 1931, and it is near Tiffany & Company, Burdoff, Goodman. So just to let you know that you have to have to be careful because people are out there and crazy things are going on. So when you're walking around, be uh, vigilant, watch around, check your surroundings, and watch out, and our hearts go out to uh, the Bajani family, no question. Wow, I don't even know what to say, you guys. As you know, the list just continues to go on and on. And um, again, they, we watched um, the Seattle News the other day, Cairo 7. Some, some channels that you usually don't watch is your local news channels. You should check it out if you're out there listening in um, Radio Land. We seen that there was some like home invasion, burglars, and all kinds of different folks on the loose here in Seattle, Tacoma, Green Lake area. Kent, you know, you wouldn't know this if you're watching cable all the time. You don't even know that right outside your door could be someone. Make sure you're locking your doors. Make sure you're asking who it is. You know, if you're lucky enough to possess a weapon, a gun or something, you might want to get one. It's really, really hard times happening nowadays. And we don't advocate violence, but, I mean, you got to protect yourself. You know, you got to be able to bear arms. And um, I just found out one of my younger sisters actually went and um, got her gun, got her permit. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like, ancient. I don't even have one. I used to have one, but it made me feel a little too powerful and I kind of like acted kind of weird. But now I think that it's, it's good to have uh, protection. But if you have children like we do, you got to make sure it's locked up someplace really, really, really high in a big safe and you got keys put in a separate place and there's no, you know, 
bullets around, all that kind of stuff. And you, you're legal. And, you, and the police, you go to a shooting range and you learn how to protect yourself. And I'm only saying that because it's unfortunate. But every day, look, we're seeing more and more in the hot topics in the news and people getting, you know, stabbed and killed and, you know, raped and maimed and stuff. And a lot of it, I think, has to do with the fact that there's a lot of stress in the country with the economy and so on and so forth. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't need to be. And we need to start saying something about it. And I think everybody out there in the media um, with radio shows and talk shows should start addressing this issue and maybe getting some of these violent offenders some help versus just, you know, kind of shrudging it off. It's like, well, it didn't happen to me or nobody I know, so let's move on. But we got to address it. What do you say, babe? I, I totally agree with you. That's like the man that, that got uh, out of jail after 11 years and then he had the girl and uh, for 18 years and their family what? thought that she was and all that stuff and had two babies and all this different crazy stuff. But he got out of jail early and went and did the same thing that he was in jail for. So you just really have to protect yourself. There's a lot of craziness going on out there. Make sure that, like my wife said, your windows and doors are locked. I know sometimes people live in real secure areas and they think, oh, no problem. No, make sure that you are protecting yourself because people are everywhere. No question um, about yeah. it. Oh, my God. And guess what, you guys? Before we jump into the fantastic sports segment, we got a little something sweet we want to share with you guys today. lovely baby as always. Now you guys sent us some questions and comments. So we picked a few again this week that we are going to share with you guys and Dave why don't you do the honors and start us out with uh number one. Okay, number one is Jackie, what's your favorite thing about being with Doug? And Doug, what's yours about being with Jackie? I would have to say the partnership. The fact that um we can do things together. Um like we uh we write books together. We design clothes together. We, you know, just do a lot of fun stuff together. He's my best friend, and, you know, I would have to say that, that that's the best thing. It's a partnership, okay? Oh, no no question about it. Besides uh, my wife being beautiful and sexy, I would have to say the love and commitment that we share together. Now, number two says, Doug and Jackie, what is your favorite thing to do together? Um, the favorite thing to do is, I would say, I, I don't know, it's so much, you guys, but I'm going to just give you my top three. Watching National Geo and 
Locked Up Abroad, and <laughs> Raw, because there's one called Locked Up Raw, and that's with all the prisons, because we're just so fascinated with those kind of shows. It gives you, it's reality TV, but it gives you an inside view of, like, prisons and, you know, just different characters. Locked Up Abroad is fascinating, you guys, because we watch it every weekend. We even tape it on our TiVo, and we don't miss a segment. But, oh, my God, they have, like, in Europe and Greece and Italy and France, we watch women and men just, they was Americans partying, just having a good time. Over here in America, they met drug traffickers. You know, they promised them the world, you know, flew them over to these places. They stay in a hotel. They come and bring you a wad of money, and then they tell you, you know, have fun for a couple of days. Everything's all good. And then all of a sudden they come and show up like the third day, and they just, get up, let's go. <laughs> get, get ready. <laughs> they start slamming you around and grabbing all your luggage and stuff, and you're like weirded out. So we just watch this, and we're just eating popcorn like, oh, my God. And then they make you go to these dirty little slummy hotels, and they put all the drugs on you, and they tape it around you and stuff, and then they like, get in the car. And they put you in a cab and take you to the airport, and then you got to go and face customs who are already watching you. So it's the most amazing thing. I'm telling you guys, Locked Up Abroad is like phenomenal. It's better than a best movie if you want to see some fascinating stuff and if you want to see what you don't want to do is traffic some drugs. And then what they do is once they catch the people, then we watch them, they go through the whole process. They put them in the prison. The people start crying. They call their family. They tell their families what's going on. And then they have to get somebody from America to come get them. Well, most of the time, you guys, they do about five to ten years minimum at least. So we get to watch the whole progression, the bugs on the floor, what they got to eat, how they're living, all of that stuff. And then they get out, and some of them actually end up making a life for themselves over in these countries. So it's really interesting. But um, I would say definitely watching TV with my husband. I love watching movies because that's entertaining. It takes your mind away from everyday life. So you can watch movies. And, of course, I eat bonbons, like I told you guys, which is dibs, that Tyrone introduced to our family, and we're fanatics for it, and, of course, extra theater butter popcorn. And then my <laughs> third thing is just taking trips, like when we go on our little mini vacation, working trips, whatever you want to call it, and we get to just hang out in these hotels and just play cards or dominoes or write our next book or talk about fashion or whatever, you know, talk about sports, do our radio shows. So just hanging with them is fun for me. And I know I just kind of like went on a tangent, but I want you guys to know it's just so much fucking fun. <laughs> she was looking at my TT, so I'm not even going to say anything about what? that. But she, she took all my answers, y'all. But uh, that was good. That was real That's good. That's it. Go what do you like doing with me? Took all the answers. <laughs> okay, you guys. And last but not least, do you guys, this is a question to us, do you guys plan to have any more children? And I personally want to answer this. I want to answer this because I know what my husband's going to do. He's going to get all wild and stuff. Hell no and all this. So well, I'm going to answer it. No. no, no, no. I'm answering it. No, we are not planning on any more children. Our son is eight years old, and we are, although we love kids, we do, and we love other people's kids, all kids. But no, we have um, we have gotten blessed. <laughs> we have gotten blessed with a girl and a boy. We have another daughter as well. That's my daughter that my husband adopted, and so we have two girls and one boy. And I'm He's telling even you, it up, y'all. No, 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 none of that happening. Unless they promised us twins and we could go buy them from the local Toys oh, R Us. No, no, no. And I, I, I want a, I want an African one and I want a Vietnamese one. And oh, then this, I think this is Angelina Jolie on the line. Doing <laughs> no, we're just kidding, you guys. We're joking. We love Angelina. We love you know everybody that's doing something in this world to help other people is off the chain. She's not only my favorite actress. I think she's the bomb. And if I was like you know, gay or something, uh -oh. I would say that Angelina would be my pick. Oh, oh no, maybe, 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 maybe Janet Jackson, yes. Oh, she's more my flavor. I, I think I hear <laughs> the little, he's close. He's close. We okay. got the world. Okay, close. okay, okay. I, okay. I, I hear the music. I think I hear it. <laughs> there it is. Thank you, Lord. The music is here. Thank you. The love is different. Wait, I've got to kill one more thing. Are you there in Black Talk We had a glass of wine before the show, you guys. We? We? No, I'm a little tipsy. Well, come on. Say something, man. Top ramen. There you go. Top, top ramen. ramen. Yeah, lay off what? That's what I'm talking about. Floyd Mayweather, uh, Marquez Mayweather, everyone knows one. Uh, layoff was did you see a layoff in him, or was he just what he does? You know, there was a combination there. Uh, he actually did what he's supposed to do. Uh, he had everything set up uh, in terms of uh, opponent-wise uh, that you would like. 
so with that being said, he had uh, what he came out eight hundred thousand to make sure that he could uh, be two two pounds over on the way in. Uh, there were intangibles, but let's not take nothing away from the man. He looked very good. His hand speed was there. Uh, he was very evasive yet elusive. Uh, he looks good out there. No question about it. Now, if everybody watched the fight, you got to the end of the fight, and you've seen, uh, you know, a little scuffle there with Shane Mosley. Who are we looking at next? Is Floyd Mayweather going to put his 40-0 and title on the line against maybe Pac-Man Pacquiao, Shane Mosley? And if so, Wizzle, which one of those two guys poses the greatest threat to Mr. Mayweather? Well, uh, definitely uh, Manny Pacquiao and, and Mr. Mosley, they uh, they happen to have the same threats, which is incredible hand speed, uh, incredible ha- accuracy uh, with their shots in terms of jabs and scoring uh, and, and and shots for damage. So uh, both those guys are, are, are equal in those terms, but the intangible would have to be Sugar Shane, and uh, there's a reason why, uh, uh, why his name came up during the – the, the interview, uh, the, the you know the press fight, inter- the post fight interview. Uh, he's obviously just as quick. He'd be the arch nemesis, and there's a lot of guys out there. But uh, hey, we gotta give Mr. Mayweather a lot of credit. Uh, he's doing what he can do, and he's he's trying to turn himself into an Oscar Oscar De La Hoya uh, entertainer right now. Let's make thirty million a fight and make it a big deal. And if you didn't notice, and if you watched the fight, you were on uh, Mayweather TV. If you didn't know. Hey, no question about it, and that will not be stopping anytime soon. So hopefully we will see that super bout between maybe Shane Mosley or Mr. Pacquiao. Now, last question about that one. Since you've seen Marquez, a smaller fighter, when fighting Floyd Mayweather, and when you've seen Mosley standing there, they were both about the same size. Now, Pac-Man is about the same size as Marquez. Do you think that he would give Floyd a better fight than Marquez did, or are they both just too small? You know, I, I definitely believe the, there's something to be said about, hey, it's nothing personal to anybody. You can win a fight being a smaller guy, but uh, being on the average uh, a little bit bigger than six foot, it feels a little bit better and, and for confidence-wise and maybe weight-wise. If you do have height and, and give or take a, a few pounds, uh, it does make a huge difference. And we got to look at the fact that these fighters, uh, they drop weight and, and drop water weight, and then they weigh in that morning, and then later that evening they eat prime rib and lobster and, and omelets and all kinds of stuff, and you know what I mean, and, and get their weight back. So we're talking about a, a, a weight that could fluctuate from the weigh-in weight, which was 140, whatever it was, 148, 142, to a guy who could be 150, 160, 170 pounds. So... That's a big deal and in, in, in terms of stature uh, and what you carry around as an individual and human, I think that's a big deal. No question about it. Well, hopefully we will see that super bout. Now, last week everybody knows the Wizzle, and if you don't know, the Wizzle went 12-3 and impeccable record last year. Wizzle one week went 15-0. and For all those Vegas gamblers out there, I hope you're listening because the man evidently knows what he's talking about. Now, most of the games, Wizzle, for this week are done, so I want to get your insight on some of them. But before we do that, we have two games left. We have Sunday Night Football, the Giants at Dallas. Who do you got in that one? You know what? This is going to be a, a big game for Dallas, and I really look for Tony Romo to look good, uh, to establish some things, and, and to really play well for their national media. Uh, I can't pick a better team in terms of uh, competition-wise to play. Uh, it's going to be a, a, a big, a big grueling battle. There's going to be a lot of big hits, but uh, we're talking about a large spectrum and a brilliant way to open in and bring in that stadium. So uh, I'm going to pick the Cowboys in that one, and with a slim margin, we'll go by about a touchdown or so. Oh, there you go. Now, Monday Night Football has Indy at the Wildcat Miami Dolphins. Who do you got in this one here? Indy at Miami. You know, I really, really like Miami. Uh, I got a lot of respect for what they're doing and what the Tuna's doing down there. Uh, in terms of management-wise, uh, uh, personnel, the revamping of their whole organization, uh, it really, really, he's done a good job. But it won't be their night. Nothing personal. You just got to deal with it and, and realize that you're going to have a better team coming in there, be more prepared, and and they have a, a better vis- a vision in terms of future. So uh, 
looking for Miami to be upset. Well, you heard it there. Sunday Night Football, the Dallas Cowboys opening the billion-dollar uh, stadium. And Indy is going to go down to Miami, and there is a storm coming for everybody in Miami, Florida. Now, with a week two posed some fantastic games, a lot of points, a lot of great hits. Uh, one, I'm going to go through a few, and I just want to get some takes from you. Carolina was at Atlanta, and Atlanta is really, really looking good. Uh, you know, what, what do you say about Atlanta? Usually when you come off of a of a season where you go to the playoffs, everyone has that target on your back. You don't do as well. But right now Atlanta at 2-0 and is playing fantastic football. What do you see there? Well, first and foremost, you've got to read in between the lines and understand that this is the makings of – his name hasn't been in the, the headlines for quite some time. Arthur Blank. He's hey. been doing this. He's been putting the people together and revamping their organization. They've got winners. Uh, they've got guys who are obviously uh, in the upper tier in the league at running back, uh, wide receiver, and obviously the quarterback position. And they came up big with Mr. Matt Ryan. So a uh, hey, big kudos to what they got going on down there in ATL. And hey, it's it's serious. I mean, you guys, you could take them for a joke, but. Let's be realistic. They hit. They're they're physical. Uh, they play with purpose, and they have a bunch of uh, good players, and they play with pride. So uh, that's a, a good mixture, and, and and something pleasant for business, I'm sure, for Mr. Arthur Blank. Yes, I'm happy for Tony Gonzalez getting on to a winning team after so many good years. Now. New Orleans at Philly, and before we talk about New Orleans and the victory that they got today, Philly, they don't have McNabb. Kevin Cobb started, but Mr. Vick is eligible for next week. They probably won't start him. Where do you see Philly at 1-1 one and one fitting Mr. Vick in? You know, obviously they're in a in – a you know, a pretty decent state. Let's be honest about it. Uh, I was going through it with a couple of friends of mine, colleagues, if you will, and I was uh, informing them that Mr. Kevin Cobb uh, did what all he could do in terms of a quarterback. He turned the ball over once, which is always a no-no, but, hey, if you can uh, back that up with a couple of touchdowns and, and about 300 yards, that really helps, and that takes over uh, with time of possession. So, uh, hey, you know, I think Mr. Cobb did a great job, but, hey, it comes down to – Philly's defense. He gave up 48 points, and that doesn't seem like the type of thing that that uh, is, is synonymous with a, a, a defense that Philly will be uh, uh, holding down. So that is a bigger uh, issue in terms of the quarterback. Uh, obviously, they came in. I think Mr. Corner on the car played very solid today. Uh, he was productive. He protected the ball for the most part. He gave him every chance there is to win, but you're playing probably uh, against a, a real hot quarterback. And, and and maybe somebody who's got the chance to get 50 touchdowns this year from the quarterback position. No question. And that is speaking as the wizard does of Mr. Drew Brees, nine touchdowns so far, six last week, three today, 93 points in two games. Uh, are the Saints for real? The Saints are definitely a, a serious team. Um, I, I don't think that people have been giving Brees a lot of credit. Uh, he's been on the back burner uh but quietly posting, like, unforgettable numbers. Uh, if you uh, pick your top five quarterbacks in the league, you've got to throw them in there. And if not, you need to pay attention a little bit more to their team, uh, their receivers, and, and what he does right there because uh, he really, really moves the ball well. He spreads it out. And uh, for him to average about two to three touchdowns a game is not unheard of. So that would put him on the path for about 48, 49, and 50. No question. And if Reggie Bush ever really kicks in, they could be down dangerous down there in New Orleans. So be watching out, everybody. Now, another team that I want to know if they are for real, that is the Minnesota Vikings. Mr. Favre had a good day today as they beat Detroit. But what do you see, Minnesota? Are they for real? Is this a team that could really push Super Bowl, or is this just early in the year? It is definitely early in the year. But uh, then again, they are a team that can push for Super Bowl. Uh, they are getting exposed to the season, and, and the season uh, equates to weather. So uh, they uh, went in a little bit. They were down uh, 10 to, to nothing, believe it or not, against a very, very tough uh, Detroit team that's playing for a lot of pride right now, and I've and I got to give them a lot of credit. They're playing well. But in, uh, as time starts to go on, you start to realize, and the green rises to the top, uh, Mr. Peterson started getting loose a little bit. Uh, he had a, 
you know, a subdued day in terms of stats for you uh, you guys out there playing the fantasy land. But, uh, you know, he really came on strong. And that's what it's all about. It's about balance. Uh, we'll run it when we want. Uh, we can pick when we pass. And, and that's what the whole thing, uh, as far as uh, getting Brad Favre was about, it was about management and the type of leadership that he could bring to their team. So uh, they really look good. Uh, it wasn't the prettiest of wins, but you got to just win, baby, in the NFL. That is correct. And when you talk about just winning, you are talking some big-time hitting, some big-time football, and as close to a playoff game as you're going to get, that was New England at the New York Jets. And Mr. Rex Ryan, the coach, uh, said that he was not as good as Bill Belichick and Sanchez was not as good as Tom Brady, but as a team, they were as good as New England, and they would beat them. And today they backed it up and did 16-9. to What do you say about Mr. Sanchez and what he's doing down there in New York? First of all, uh, I'm sure that a lot of New York fans, uh, Jets fans, have got to be ecstatic. You have a, a young guy. Uh, if there was any question uh, in terms of where he's coming from and the type of ability he has, uh, I, I think that he's starting to settle your answers. He's the type of guy to step in and, and really, really uh, give your, your offense a spark. Uh, it's just unfortunate. It, you know, you look back, you look at his lineage, he's a USA, USC, he's a Trojan guy, and it kind of makes you wonder what happened in that line. It is not taking a shot or anything like that. We're just talking about guys who's ready to step out there and they're ready to go. And so, um, you know, hey, big ups to, uh, to the man for the way he handles his business. He's putting it down in an efficient way. And uh, they look like they're for real out there. The defense stepped it up. They had a lot of guys predicting uh, their win and an upset. And hey, you never would have thought it, but Patriots had nine points. So uh, you got to give them a lot of credit in their preparation and their team and, and coaching staff. No question. The Oakland Raiders get a win. Congratulations, Oakland. Now, Cincinnati was at Green Bay last week. They had a terrible, terrible loss, uh, I believe, to Denver. It, it, with a comeback like this, to go into the frozen tundra, win a game, do you see playoffs maybe on the horizon for Ocho Cinco and Mr. Palmer in Cincinnati? Well, you know, it, it definitely uh, is something. Its potential is early enough to see to be that. Uh, obviously, at the at the running uh, the running back position, Cedric Benson provided a, a super spark today. He really, really looked good. Uh, he really looked comfortable in their system. And, uh, and and Palmer didn't look too bad himself. Uh, obviously, the Packers got some things they need to work out in terms of kink-wise, uh, maybe their protection plan. But, uh, hey, anything's possible, but we got to give it a win that it is, and uh, they got to put out a, a string of wins together. Because, like, I've, uh, I pretty much I, I try to tell a lot of kids and everybody that I deal with that you got to go two. You can make two in a row, but if you make three in a row, that's going to change the numbers a lot because you can always make three in a row. So uh, putting three and four and putting strings like that together is a lot more significant than winning once or twice. So uh, let's see what happens the next time around. No question. Baltimore, congratulations, goes into San Diego and gets themselves a win. Seattle at the 49ers, the 49ers 2-0. They are doing some big things. Congratulations to them. Tampa Bay over Buffalo. Now, uh, Pittsburgh uncharacteristically loses a game uh, that they really had going their way down in Chicago. Uh, Erlacher is out for the season, dislocated wrist. But, uh, you know, two great quarterbacks and all of a sudden Chicago gets a win over the Super Bowl champs. What do you say about that game? Well, obviously you got to give them a lot of credit to Chicago. Uh, they had a really tough loss last week. I'm sure uh, Mr. Jay Cutler is taking a lot of undue uh, scrutiny from that loss, but the fact is that he is, and in fact still remains, that he's an upper-tier quarterback in this league. Uh, he's a tough guy. He's tough-minded. He has a swagger and all the components and tools in the toolbox. Uh, would say that he belongs and he is elite. So uh, this was a good win for them. Uh, it was obviously a very, very, very good game in terms of uh, a lot of guys uh, uh, battling in, in a physical game, a lot of contact. But this will be a good uh, it's a good check on the chin for the Steelers, if you will, because, you know, maybe they could have been riding high. They find ways to win different ways. But in a lot of ways, this will bring them back and ground them 
and go back to the the to the room and, and to the lab and figure it out and come out and, and come out refreshed, brand new. Because uh, you know, obviously, they're the champs in the Super Bowl champs season, and uh, you know, they just got to refigure out what they're doing. But hey, this is the National Football League, and anything can happen each week. No question about it. Now, when you talk about football, one of the biggest areas, obviously, is the quarterback, one of the biggest positions, but also wide receivers. Now, I want to get your take on the best wide receiver. Now, he may not be on this list, but it's hard to tell. Let's start off with Fitzgerald. Then you got Bolden in Arizona, T.O., of course, in Buffalo, Ocho Cinco in Cincinnati, Who's Your Mama in Seattle, Andre Johnson in Houston, who is unknown to a lot of people in the NFL, and Steve Smith in Carolina. Anybody else to add to that list or from that list? Who do you think is right now the cream of the crop when it comes to wideouts in the NFL, Whistle? Well, obviously you touched on it, and there was a a bunch of very, very gifted receivers that you just uh, talked about, but uh, out of that list, uh, we got to go the, with the most unheralded. And Andre Johnson is, you guys don't know, is an absolute beast. Uh, he had a stretch last year where he uh, put together several games of 10 catches or more. Uh, he's the kind of guy you want to go to. He doesn't cause a lot of trouble. And that's the type of thing you need. Uh, you want dynamic? We can go Mr. Steve Smith, and he would be my guy to, to play defense somewhat because I think he's that physical. And uh, he's definitely fast, he's athletic, and he takes advantage of every matchup that he has. Uh, you know, in terms of uh, with the Cardinals, you look at the guys that they have uh, with uh, Mr. Fitzgerald and obviously Mr. Bolden, but the guy who went unheralded is, is Mr. Breston, and he was the third guy of that trio who got 1,000 yards. You think about that. You have three guys to give you and contribute 1,000 yards receiving, so that kind of tells you type of talent that he has uh, and, and the youth and the young legs that he has. Uh, also, hey, we can keep going. Deshaun Jackson for the Eagles. We're talking about Pac-10 talent. We're talking about California. Mm-hmm. California guy with real, uh, we're talking about untapped talent. So, hey, it goes on and on. It, it's really a match of what you see fit in terms of style of play, uh, coaching, system, and, and, and the way they want to implement the type of talent because uh, there's there's a lot of a lot of very very talented receivers out there. Uh, the numbers in the end will tell you who's the best, but you can always pick one and just ride with it. That is no question, Mr. Linehart. Three guys for a thousand yards: Breston, Fitzgerald, Bolton. Man, get on your game. You're next. Uh, as always, Whistle. We are going to jump right into the area. Of congratulations. Derek Jeter, congrats. He passes Lou Gehrig on the Yankees all-time list for hits and also at the same time tops all shortstops with 2,713 hits. Hats off to Mr. Jeter. Uh, Also, Mr. Ichiro, nine straight seasons, 200-plus hits. Congrats to him. What about the way those uh, M's are handling those Yankees, Whittle? Well, you know what? It looks real good right now. It's a good look for the for the town. Uh, you know, uh, obviously the, uh, the Yankees are on another level, and we're potentially uh, bringing in and playing the, the World Series team and the World Series champs. I really do believe that. I think that they're playing on another level, and I think that there's another level where they haven't taken it yet, and that's the scary part. But, uh, hey, in terms of coming to the town, I know you know where to hang out. A-Rod's probably been taking you guys to all the little traps, and you've been getting caught up. we got good food, good people, and you'll lose. So I, you know, I enjoy it. Hey, well, we're not done with football because college football has been doing some big things. Number 19, BYU, drops big time to Florida State. Boise is uh, right in the top ten now, Wizzle. They have uh, beaten Florida State. But, you know, the big daddy of them all, before I even go there, I have to give Miami some kudos because I truly believe that from the way that they're looking, they are back. They are now number nine. Uh, They were number 22. They're doing some big things to Corey. Harris QB, check him out. But USC, University of Washington, the Huskies put it on the Trojans. What do you say about that game? Well, it's obviously a huge win for Washington. Uh, it might be the bigger story uh, being USC and where do they go from here? We're talking about a, a 
number three potentially ranked team in the country. And uh, they've been, uh, you know, the first couple games out have been tough. So, uh, again, it, it once tells you about maybe the strength of SC, the significance of the quarterback position, or it tells you about the parity in the, in the Pac-10 and the fact that you can come to Washington, Oregon, California, or Arizona, and you can get your A-double-S handed to you. So it's just a sign of the times, and uh, that's what goes down. No question about it, everybody. Keep your TV turned. AWS, uh, we won't even go there with us. As always, we appreciate your insight into the world of sports. Until next week, we will see you same time, same station. Hey, you, my nook. And AWS does not refer to breaks. I'm out. <laughs> Everybody, you guys know, it is just such a wonder and a pleasure to hang with you every week. That was the whistle, as you know. Check us out next Saturday at 5 o'clock, okay? Until then, be safe, friends. Peace. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.